Okay, roll call. Duncan McDonald. Yeah! Dean Gibson. DJ Beetroot. Uh, can I have your real name? Just that third one down there. William de Beauvoir. William de Beauvoir. Oh. Be careful. You don't want to get lost in the highlands. There's danger everywhere. Hello, boys! Is that the Duke of Edinburgh? Run! He nearly killed us! We got your weapons. We're doomed. You won't get away with this. We always do. Let's finish this. Oh, yeah! Hey, Ninian. Brings hey, hey, hey. Good to be talking to you. Thank you. Hello, Las Vegas. Oh, man. I absolutely love the film. I, it was hysterical. It's great satire. And I understand that drugs and hip hop have come to the Highlands. Absolutely. Yeah. The um, not just any old drugs, hallucinogenic rabbit droppings. <laughs> and this is like a Highland version of the most dangerous game, isn't it? It's, it's a sort of mix of uh, probably about, um, by my own admission, eight different genres that it dances around and flies all over, but um, of, of many references, yeah, a most dangerous game, uh, kind of slightly updated, is one that is the one that I hear a bunch. Although it wasn't a direct influence when I was writing and making it, I have to say. It was one that came along later or whenever. <laughs> well, you know, Monty Python, The Holy Grail, if you ever read their definitive book when shooting in Scotland, they said that shooting in the Highlands was the worst experience ever. <laughs> Amazing. I'm a huge Monty Python fan, as you can probably imagine from the film, but I'd not actually heard that. Um, yeah, it's um, it, it, it's beautiful, but it's punishing. I mean, this film, people in countries of like, you know, Las Vegas climate, people will guess this was shot in the middle of winter. This was shot in the middle of the Scottish summer. What you're seeing in the grey skies and the relentless rain is uh, is our greatest summer. So, yeah, that and, and sort of midges, which are like mosquitoes that eat you alive. I got from the film a Monty Python gag from Holy Grail. I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but the best gag in the movie was the bus, you know? Right. And, uh, yeah. and that reminded me of the rabbit falling down on top of, yeah. you know, the, the men on the King Arthur. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, Holy Grail. Uh, Holy Grail was the first Python film I saw before Life of Brian, which is normally people's favorite. So Holy Grail Holy Grail's always got a very special place in my heart. So, um, so tell me about finding your guys and that chemistry, because they were all perfect. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, those guys who are behind you right now. I mean, it's, it's funny, as a writer, you sort of are oblivious to reality. So I just wrote this film and then it was only when I went into like pre-production, they realized I'd put uh, like four teenagers in 98% of my film pretty much. And if we didn't find them, you know, what are you going to do? So it was like length and breadth of the country, self-tapes, auditions, workshops, trying different ones out. And the guys we found are so special. I mean, I'm so excited about this film coming out for myself, but I'm, I'm just as excited about the world meeting this cast. You know, for some of these guys, this is their first ever film. And I think they are such talents. They're so funny and they really went for it. At the beginning of the film, I instantly recognized that voice of Eddie Izzard. I'm a huge fan. And he's also executive producer of the movie too. Yes, Eddie Izzard came on board. I mean, he, uh, you know, I'm a massive fan of him as well. Dress to Kill was as important to me as any sort of key film of my, like, you know, uh, influential years, let's call them. And, uh, and, and, and I thought he plays the role of a duke. And with it, he brings, I mean, he brings a real Python-esque element. And he also brings his politics and he brings his humor and he's joked about class in his stand-up shows. But also, you're right, his voice. He can be, you, we first meet him on, and he's this small on screen, but he says, hello, boys. And it's that voice that just is like, you can't, you know, you can't, you can't, we, no one Absolutely. else can do it. I mean, we could sit here and probably verbatim uh, do Dress to Kill. You know, I've seen <laughs> yeah. that a hundred times. 
you know, I can't go through daily life without quoting that. Yeah, that yeah. Well, I, when we were on set at one point, he quoted it to me and I, I my brain nearly exploded for the fact that if I could have told teenage me that he'd stand there and say a joke from it to me in person, it was magical. Yeah, beautiful to have him on board. And our final moments here, uh, sequel, it's so set up for a sequel. It has to happen. <laughs> I mean, it playfully sets up a sequel as a joke almost, uh, very much to say like, you know, passing the baton on in all sense of the word, but also the sort of the politics and the anger, let's say, in, in this fun film, passing the baton on to the audience as well. But yeah, I mean, if it's not a film, at least I feel like there's a really good, you know, comic book or graphic novel or something where this universe can continue, I'll tell you that, yeah. Well, then in five minutes is not enough to talk about this. So come to Las Vegas. We'll have a drink and we'll talk about it more. And uh, we'll talk again soon, okay? I would love to. Thank you so much. It was great speaking to you.